0: Maximum Health with your host, Dr. Ken Gray. Dr. Gray obtained his master's in both acupuncture and oriental medicine from the Atlantic Institute of Oriental Medicine. Dr. Gray enjoys both being a physician as well as being an educator. His unique approach to holistic healing has taken him abroad to lecture in Germany and treat sports professionals in Hawaii and France. He is co-author of several books on food therapy. His office is in Jupiter, Florida, where he has practiced for over a decade and where he resides. Now it's time for Maximum Health with Dr. Ken Gray. Just thinking of you And the way you
1: look tonight Welcome back everyone, this is Maximum Health Radio This is Dr. Ken Gray, holistic physician Thank you so much for joining us every Friday at 7pm Eastern Standard On 88.9 FM, WQCS, National Public Radio Um, If you have to walk away from your radio or leave your car or what have you, this is on wqcs.org, so that can be found on your phone, tablet, so forth and so on. Um, Past shows can be found on PRX, uh, public radio exchange, prx.org, and uh, we are so fortunate to get to share with you new guests every week, so much special uh, love out there and speaking of love today's show is really one about love cuz uh, I can't think of anything the world needs more now than ever and um, I was fortunate very fortunate and blessed to be in Washington DC um, mm-hmm. going through our history recalling the importance of some of the declarations and the sacrifices that individuals have made on our behalf now that some of us are benefiting from, some of us may be squandering, and some of us may be um, adding to. So in the midst of all that, took a break with my wife and had a beautiful dinner at the Alex, which I recommend, and was surprised with this angelic voice that further reinforced how wonderful this world can be. And the voice came from this angel named Christy DeShiel, who is joining us today on Maximum Health Radio. Thank you for joining us.
2: Thanks for having me. That was such a beautiful intro.
1: <laughs> well, you're a beautiful person, and you are. Um, you know, the, the one thing I want to say, well, I'm going to say a few things <laughs> during the course of the show, but the first thing I want to say is that you, your voice, your words, you sing from your heart, and you touch to the very soul of, of anyone who hears you. And, um, you know, we obviously entered the show with some of your music, um, and I just want to talk to you a little bit about what drives you, what gives you such purity, and um, I don't know how you started doing this.
2: (laughs) Thank you. Um, Well, I started um, singing, you know, the age-old story, Everyone Kind of Comes Out the Womb Singing. Yeah. So that's what I've been told. But I do remember, you know, getting... That's a
1: nice way of saying you cried a lot.
2: (laughs) Right, right, right. exactly. So I was a crybaby, essentially. Um, But I remember, you know, really getting serious about the music probably around 12. Um, I'm, I'm surrounded or was surrounded by all musicians. So all of my family, my father, my mother, my siblings are all musicians. And so it was one of those things where... I wasn't aware that I was choosing music. I think it just kind of chose me, and, you know, that's kind of that. But um, I'm really thankful to hear you say those beautiful things because it is a goal of mine to just, you know, try and heal people through the power of music. It's been so powerful in my life. So,
1: And that is exactly what you're doing. Now, when you are doing this you're doing it through these songs and and you um most of which the the subject is love so there's that you're also writing your own songs besides um singing songs from artists that you admire and these artists uh you found over the years and and is again influences of family or how do you pick your artists that you um choose your songs from
2: well yeah i think when I was first connecting with music and artists I would just listen to what my dad Or mom listened to Because I really looked up to them And their musical taste um, But as time has gone on I find that I sort of gravitate Towards musicians or artists That like really have this sort of service energy About their music I feel like they're serving the music mm. um, And I One of the artists that comes to mind Is Liz Wright She's like one of my favorite artists Because there's just such this like, depth of soul in her voice, and, um, so that's always sort of what I gravitate towards. Mm.
1: You, you've been traveling a lot. Mm. Tell us some of the places you've been to.
2: Um, I was recently in Italy, which was, it was my first time in Europe, and I'm glad that my first experience was in Italy. The food was great. It was beautiful, like, so many hills and just so green, Um, And then right before that, I was in Taiwan, um, and that was also a really beautiful experience, too.
1: Mm. Taiwan, it it sounds uh, like that would be a a very interesting experience singing contemporary jazz music.
2: It was, and it was amazing to see the response of the audience. It was like almost like they were at a pop concert. I, I remember we performed maybe a set of, 10 songs, most of them originals, but two or three of them, they were, you know, standards. And the standards that we sang and played, they knew the the lyrics and the, the melodies before we even really got to play them. Mm. Um, so that was a really interesting thing to see. Um, but that trip was really short. I wish I had more time. It took me longer to get there than and I And you
1: were able to spend there. Yeah, that's how yeah. it is sometimes, the touring. and And it's very tiring, isn't it?
2: It can be, um, and I think recently recently I've been aware of sort of the, the toll it takes on my body.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so I'm just trying to adjust to that, try to find things that I can do to make sure I'm staying healthy and, you know, sleeping and drinking water and all those things.
1: Has that been a m- recent change for you as far as correlating health concerns, uh, healthy lifestyle, diet, so forth, to your performing
2: yeah, it has been um, it, It's been a journey I, um, you know, I, I struggle with, like, my relationship with food As, like, so many people do
0: mm-hmm.
2: But now I'm finding that Well, I've struggled with my relationship with food And, like, my anxiety or depression or what have you But I'm finding that there's so many um, they're, they're all related And so it's nice to kind of do this trial and error thing While I'm traveling and seeing what foods make me react this way or that way Mm. um so yes it's kind of a new thing for me
1: so it is there's knowledge out there but you're actually living it and you're trying to experience it and and experiment with it by you know seeing how it affects your performance you know what's what's interesting is people don't normally think of when you're when you're a singer or if you look at singers you don't think of their fitness um schedule or or the health concerns as being uh, attached to the how they sing because you think oh it's right. a voice it's going to come out no matter what <laughs> right. so they don't they don't have to do you know push-ups but <laughs> it's 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 not that way is it, it there's a there's something about uh, the set, set about stamina um, yeah clarity of mind
2: absolutely um, absolutely I find I'm in the most healthy creative space Where my body is healthy mm-hmm. so um, and you know singing is so personal to each individual. You, your voice is your body, literally. So, you know, if I wake up and haven't had enough sleep, it directly affects the way that I sing right. the way that I sound. In addition to if I eat chocolate or something, it affects the way I sound, too. So, it, you know, it's the body is an interesting thing, and especially singing is very much about the body.
1: Yes. And the immune system is key Mm -hmm. because that's tied into your ability to not have a sore throat
2: (laughs) right right that's
1: true so these little things which you don't think of but it's nice to speak to you about this because whether there's an aspiring you know artist artist uh, listening or, or people that take for granted how much that goes into um someone professional and uh and as amazing as you making this attachment, it may may inspire them to even be better. So no, I appreciate you um sharing that. Uh here in the United States you've you've toured some pretty um wonderful uh, halls as well. Um yes. jazz at the Lincoln Center. Yes.
2: yes. Yeah.
1: How was that? That must have been a that
2: was an uplifting great. feeling. It was I mean, it was amazing. I um the way it happened was sort of It was just all about God and the Spirit, just aligning things. But um, I sang at Jazz at Lincoln Center, and shortly after that, I went to their location in the Middle East in Doha. So it was about, you know, I had a month or a day at the New York location and then a month in the Middle East location. So seeing the differences between the two were really great. Um, And then, you know, the setup at Jazz at Lincoln Center, I, I was in Dizzy's. Um, so like it's a beautiful venue that overlooks Central Park, so you know behind me and my band was that like beautiful view that the audience could see, so it was pretty inspiring
1: mm-hmm. the you know when we started off, we started talking about love and how much we need love, but intertwined with love and romance, it seems within you is a very key aspect of a spirituality. Mm-hmm you've mentioned god and, and and how powerful is that with and do you separate these sort of three areas you know romance love spirituality how do you all how do you put it all together
2: i think i kind of think of them as all one maybe um i feel like god is love love is romance you know um and god is so so important in my life so everything that i do is because of the spirit um and I don't think, I don't think I'm able to sing or sing my best when spirit is not involved. Mm. Um, so it's always a prayer of mine for the spirit to be first and me to be somewhere behind that. Um, yeah super connected with
1: my music mm, that makes sense and i did feel this this sense of holiness and while it, even though it was a romantic evening it felt and I, I used this word before purity and holiness um you know entering this show i played one of your songs um and uh, the way you look tonight which is one of my favorites and <laughs> so many so many people um in, are familiar with this song? I know for me, growing up, I, I went to high school, I went to college on uh, a performing arts uh, scholarship, and you do chorale, you do all these things, and then that song kind of—it's <laughs> one of those uh, songs that stick to you, stick with yeah. you, um, the way you look tonight. And uh, so you have some originals, and your work—you have, you know, now a collection of, of, of songs that you're working on, and some which you're, you know uh, have become more popular. Uh, how does your creative process play into, you know, going forward and, 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 and choosing how to write and create?
2: Is it, is it, you know,
1: becoming easier as you, as you sing and tour? Is it harder?
2: <laughs> That's a great question. I think actually it's, it's been harder. I found recently, mm-hmm. um, most of everything that I wrote um, that I released on my last album, I wrote while I was in either undergrad at Howard or grad school at Manhattan School. Mm-hmm. So I was always complete, just always surrounded in this bubble of music and creating. Right, right. Yeah. My classmates were creating, my teachers were creating, and I was going to jam sessions and creating. So you know, it's so a creative phase. Yeah, without mm-hmm. knowing, I was just like completely immersed in that and writing was it wasn't easy but it it was just kind of what i had to do um so now on the other side of things now that i'm traveling more and touring it's i'm learning more about the actual process of being on stage and and what that is and you know the logistics of traveling and touring which is the whole business side of it and that's great but it's been a little more difficult to write um recently. So, my goal is to go somewhere to the water and spend like a month there and just shut everything off and try to get get back to it.
1: Mm, I love that you that you mentioned water for me that's a creative uh um, catalyst as well. Yeah. Um, I think cuz it is so uh cleansing and so um clarifying. and and it just also brings you to a place of humility and and its expanse, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. reminding you how small you are, and then I think the divine can work with you better.
2: Yes, I agree, I agree.
1: Um, With the... uh, Name a couple of your songs that are on your album for us.
2: Um, Well, the title track is Time All Mine, um, and that song is just about, like, our human struggle with time and, and how deep that can be. Um, and also a couple of songs I wrote for my family. Um, I wrote Dynasty for my brothers. Um, they all play in my band. And then I, I wrote another song, His Song, um, and that's probably my most favorite song that I've, I have maybe think I've ever written. Um, and it's about our relationship with self and embracing everything about
1: ourselves Mm. that's important and that's the primary love affair i would say yeah i think so yeah people uh that's something we have to learn and sometimes we have to learn over many lifetimes is to remember to love ourselves before we love anyone else um we should play that song right now so let's take a quick break and play that song
0: surrender. Don't let this precious moment slip away. Uh Perfectly made. Let him show you the way. There's nothing you can't the So embrace yourself. The good
1: That was his song by Christy DeShiel, um, contemporary jazz vocalist, uh, songwriter, uh, one of the greats of our time. She's on the line with us for you this, just tuning in. Uh, She's here with us in this, well, she's (laughs) on the line with us in the studio today, (laughs) Maximum Health. We're so happy to have you. Thank you again. Um, And that was such a beautiful song.
2: Thank you. I'm so glad to be here.
1: Um, So, the summer is upon us soon. We're going into spring, and we got the summer, and you've got some tour dates that maybe those listening will want to venture to. Uh, Where will that
2: be? Yes. So, I will be in my home state of North Carolina in a week. I think the date is April 20th, Um, and that's Greenville, North Carolina, um, for the East Carolina University Jazz Festival. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited about that. That's huge. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I'm very excited about that. It's always good to go home. Um, and then I have some other additional dates coming up in the summer. Um, I think I'll be in New York a couple times and then in Philly and then, of course, in D.C.
1: On um, hmm. um, As far as performing now and touring, when you end up on a bill with a particular artist, which of those artists that really go, you go, yes?
2: <laughs> oh, man. So many, so many. I feel like every time I want to bill, I just, like, am turned into a fan instantly. Yeah. Okay. But um, I think, so there were two times in particular that I remember, like, really fangirling out. And once, um, my group and I, I sing in an acapella ensemble, too, sometimes. And we were opening for Layla Hathaway. And,. I, like, almost cried her whole set. And then um, with a friend of mine, Ben Williams, a great bass player, um, he did a, a tribute to Prince, and I think, along with me, Lee and Bilal and Frank McComb won the deal, and I, I, that that one was really, I yeah, I was so grateful. It was amazing.
1: When you think about choices of musical... Um, avenues. Obviously, you're singing jazz, contemporary jazz. It could have been gospel, it could have been rock, it could have been anything. It could have been hip-hop, R&B, but contemporary jazz. Why, Why that?
2: Yeah, I, um, well, my father is a jazz bass player, and so I think that was partly the reason that I wanted to sing jazz. But as I've kind of, you know, understood the music coming up and, you know, coming into my own. Now I I think that jazz is such a broad genre, and it covers so many things. So it covers gospel and R&B and hip-hop, and so I think um, it allows me to be able to, to try my foot in all kinds of contemporary styles of music. Mm. Um, yeah, and I think jazz is kind of where it all started.
1: Yeah, it does. It does uh, give freedom. There's, there's yeah. a freedom to jazz that it, it's hard to find in other areas of, of music. I would say there's abstract nature, you know. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, it's not all uh, ones and zeros. It's it's <laughs> it's just it's a lot of space in between.
2: Absolutely, yes, yeah. Yeah, a lot of freedom. That's the best word.
1: Beautiful. Um, what are some things you can share with us that you've seen out there in your travels? Um, that we listening can probably glean some wisdom from you know because you're obviously not only bringing couples closer together by your romantic music but you're bringing people of all races and colors as jazz always has but yeah. especially you as an individual are now doing you know i sat in that room a, a very cozy room at the alex uh, which is a speakeasy underneath the hotel with people of all different colors that had come from different parts of the country and probably some of the world. Yeah. And, and and so what are some of those, what's some wisdom you can share with us about this need to come together and, and what you've seen and, I don't know,
2: some inspiration? Yeah, I think um, for me, because of, you know, the struggle of black Americans here in the States, part of me before I started traveling was very closed off, closed-minded. I kind of didn't want to share Um, But as I travel and, you know, meet different people from different walks of life, I realize that people just are curious, and um, so it's allowed me to be more open. And I've tried to carry that in my walk here, too, like my walk at home, just to be more open to meeting people, be more open to talking to people, be more open to learning. Um, So I think that's been the main thing I've taken from my travels.
1: Mm, That's beautiful. Now... For those listening to that want to now have their your music as part of their collection, how will they how will they be able to get that?
2: Um, so I'm on my all of my music is available on iTunes, CD Baby, Amazon, Spotify, kind of all of the digital markets you can think of, and then I do have um, physical copies available for sale. Um, generally, I just mail them out through my website or through email, you know, you can contact me there, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter,
1: all of them. That's Christy DeShiel. Spell your last name.
2: D-A-S-H-I-E-L-L.
1: Wonderful. And our sole supplement for this segment is presented by our friends over at Rejuva Stem Cell Clinic. That is com. Be more open, open to meeting people, talking to people, and learning in general. And we'll leave you today with another beautiful cover from Miss Christy DeShiel, one of my mom's favorites. I still call and sing this to her every once in a while. I just call to say I love you. This has been another Maximum Health Quality Living with yours truly, Dr. Ken Gray. See you next time.